What is up, people? You are listening to yet another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. I'm your host, Shamari Stewart, joined, as always, by my co-host, Kendall Stewart, in studio. Yep. Kendall, what's going on? Yeah, man, it's a uh, it's been an interesting you know week, week and a half, however long it's been since we've done our last one. Um, in the Star Wars universe, you know, last time we uh, discussed... Um, Last time we discussed uh, Star Wars on this podcast, it was uh, basically a lot of a lot of it rolled around, you know, Disney and the slate they had released. Uh, we got maybe a, a slight update on that for Bob Iger, which we'll talk about real quickly. Um, also, the, the, in this span, which a lot has happened, there was a wild rumor that was put out there on the internet. Um, I mean, I guess in theory it could be a spoiler. It seems like it's been proven to not be true. You never know what 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 it's been kind of debunked by Lucasfilm, but regardless, there's a spoiler on you know <laughs> who I would say spoiler a rumor on who Ray's parent uh, who's Ray's parents are in uh, the sequel trilogy. The rumor was put out by making Star Wars, not to put them on blast, but you know they they do they have a lot of good sources, so it, it had some validity. We thought Jason Ward said on his podcast that Ray's he had heard a rumor that Ray's parents were going to be Han Solo and someone else not named Princess Leia, and uh, Pablo uh, Pablo Hidalgo of Lucasfilm uh, and their story group, you know, like producer, uh, big guy, obviously big exec over at Lucasfilm in these with these Star Wars movies, came out on Twitter. He's very active on Twitter and basically said, when asked about this rumor, basically said the timelines wouldn't match up, you know, because Ray's nineteen and. Han and uh, Leia were together up until the five years before uh, The Force Awakens. So that, that, that timeline wouldn't work. Um, he didn't say it's not true, but he just said the timelines don't, wouldn't work. So, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know. I feel like he wouldn't de- go out of his way to debunk it if it were true. So. Yeah, I, th- I take that as him saying you're wrong yeah. about that. You know, and which, we've seen Pablo on Twitter. You know, you know, it would be condescending. You know, he's not going to necessarily outright, you know, say you're wrong. You know, he might, you know, just allude to the fact that you're wrong yeah. by giving you a fact that'll debunk anything you're trying to say. Exactly. So, so yeah, I mean, I'd basically take that as him debunking that theory completely. Is it smart to debunk that theory? Is it smart to to let fans not run wild? Because now, in my head, I can cross off Han Solo as an option. And Han Solo, I mean, I wouldn't say he was my number one, but if it was a top five, who are his parents? <laughs> he would have been in the top five. But now, I mean, there's one less option. Assuming he's, he's lying, which he may, or assuming he's not lying, which he may be, which also could be part of the, also could be part of the, the, the scheme. Make people think I'm lying, and then when it comes out, you know, completely fool people. Yeah, it's interesting that he would debunk this because he could. I mean, he probably knows what's going on. He could probably debunk anything. Yeah, exactly. He could go There's online and be of, like, yeah. "That's not right." Not true. Not true. Not true. <laughs> not true. So he chose this specific. A lot of people are probably tweeting at him. Yeah, who were Ray's parents? Is it possible that Palpatine is Ray's grandfather? <laughs> is it possible that Luke is actually Ray's father? And he doesn't respond to those. I would right. imagine. But then he decided. I mean, this one blew up. Like this wasn't just some theory. This was somebody claiming they had a source or whatever. It's a little different, but still. The fact that he went out of his way to demunk it, uh, I just don't know if that was a good idea or not. But, uh, I mean, 
at least we don't have to worry about it. I think they just didn't want the speculation to get too out of, out of hand. Yeah, yeah, that may be what uh, what they wanted, but um, either way, I, I still think it's fascinating. Um, and I, I, I don't know how I would have felt about that anyway. Honestly, I would have liked it. At yeah, all. when I heard that, I was like, wait, so, so she's a solo, but no t- t- no familial ties to the Skywalkers. Nope. And so, so Han Solo had a child with someone else who was force sensitive. Yeah, but I say, may- why is she special then? Or, yeah. or like, you know, yeah, or maybe they weren't, but Ray is just randomly force sensitive, and uh, it just ha- she just happens to be Han Solo's daughter. Yeah, you know, I mean, what are the chances of that? I mean, right. so there's all the all these things. That I'm just like, ah, eh, I'm not buying that, you know. But, um, but yeah, so I'm glad that's not true. But I did want to touch on that. What's interesting is not oh. not to not to cut you off, but it's yeah, interesting yeah. that he did say the timelines would match up in terms of Leia and Han, uh, but he didn't necessarily say that Leia and Han aren't her, aren't her parents. Also, that would seem weird. I don't know how that would work either, but it also hasn't. Mm. He also didn't. So it's not as impossible that she is Kylo Ren's sister, for example. But mm. yeah, it's something to think about. It's unlikely, yeah. I would imagine, but. Yeah, yeah, it is, that is something to think about, indeed. Um, and I don't really think I don't really think he, you know, that I don't think what he said necessarily debunks anything. Because what if Han Solo just cheated? Right. You know, that like, was kind of the theory. It wasn't that like. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think part of the theory is that they did have a separation. You know, at one right. point, and, you know, he went out of his way. But like. But like, that doesn't mean. I mean, come on. This is, he's a human being. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't mean he he wouldn't be incapable of having. He's just physically incapable of having having a child with somebody else. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, but either way, I take what he said as him debunking it, right. <laughs> his version of saying you're wrong about that, and uh, telling everybody to move on. Uh, but I did want to touch on that uh, Benioff and Weiss um, news that we had alluded to last time we we spoke on the podcast. I believe we had re- referenced John Campia specifically because his his sources were telling him that it was Benioff and Weiss, right. and that Ryan Johnson was put on hold. That appears to be true. I guess his source, maybe his source is Bob Iger. <laughs> uh, Iger just basically came out and confirmed what he said um, by saying that Benioff, the next movie, Star Wars movie that's coming out, will be made by David by uh, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, and that, um, uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, basically, he basically just confirmed that, um, which is interesting. Do we think that that was interesting that he didn't say the next trilogy, he said the next movie? Yeah, he said the next movie. So do we think that there's a possibility that they're doing three separate movies, or maybe they're doing two se- two separate movies, two separate franchises within within three movies? Like right, like it's not a guarantee because we just thought we saw three movies in a, in a six year time span and just assumed that's a trilogy. Is it a possibility that it's not a trilogy, but like the first one is Benny and Weiss, maybe the second one is something different, maybe the second one is Benny and Weiss, but the third one is something different. Mm-hmm. Maybe the second one's Ryan Johnson. Maybe the third one's Ryan Johnson. Maybe the third one is episode ten. I don't know, but just interesting the wording. You know, maybe he just didn't feel comfortable confirming that there's a trilogy. Yeah, know. yeah. Maybe he didn't feel comfortable confirming, uh, or maybe it is Ryan Johnson following after that. I mean, I don't know. Um, uh, it is uh, interesting to think about. I. Look, I mean Ryan Johnson. I hope they don't completely throw him to the wayside. I I, I didn't hate the Last Jedi. 
Right. So I hope they're not just like, yeah, we're done with you, you know, and, <laughs> and he's never going to do another movie again. But, you know, I just think him having a trilogy is absurd. So hopefully they just <laughs> hopefully they just took a step back on that front. But he's still going to be able to make another movie. Maybe they, maybe they'll they'll have him make a Star Wars movie. Maybe the next movie is his movie. And the rumor, right? Yeah, and then like whatever. Then they continue the Benioff and Weiss trilogy, and then from there, if Ryan's movie does well, they'll continue on with his trilogy. And the rumor that's been out there uh, this week about the the Benioff and Weiss uh, is that it's supposed to be Knights of the Old Republic. Yes. So if this is Knights of the Old Republic. Obviously, with their experience in Game of Thrones, uh, that should be interesting. Yes. It's interesting that they're doing, like, they they didn't even say it took place in the Old Republic. They're saying they're doing a Knights of the yeah, Old Republic yeah, movie. Knights of the Old Republic. That's the rule. We're just getting a Knights of the Old Republic movie, which <laughs> which is very specific and uh, um, fascinating that they would take on the, the video game movie curse. Um, I don't know why they would do that. Uh, that why they would the, I mean the story in that game is very popular and uh, it is good um, I I mean it could be done well I, I, I mean, but I would I would rather see something um, I mean look it could be it could be done very well I, and I'm not, and I'm not even against it necessarily. Uh, honestly, if this is true, then I'm I'm extremely excited about it, regardless. <laughs> but I would, um, I don't know. I was looking forward to seeing what Benioff and Weiss could do in the playground of the Old Republic, in the creative playground of the Old Republic. I would have, I was kind of excited to see what stories that they would come up with. But now they're just doing a Knights of the Old Republic movie. I'm like, okay, I guess I know what they're gonna do now. It's just a matter of seeing uh, what they do with it in terms of bringing it to live action, um, which is still exciting. But you know, I was hoping to see some, see them create something new. Yes, and um, you know what's interesting about this is that uh, this was reported by BuzzFeed. Mm-hmm. It's not exactly. I don't look at BuzzFeed and say I expect the, the Star Wars scoops to come from them. Right. They claim that multiple sources reporting this or, you know, telling them this. Uh, they also have a writer uh, attached to who they claim is close to finishing the first script of a Knights of the Old Republic trilogy. Um, <laughs> I mean, that, it, like, if this were coming from making Star Wars, not to put them in blast again, but <laughs> if, they were coming, if this was coming from Star Wars Newsnet, if this was coming from, you know, uh, comicbook.com, you know, if, if it was coming from some place where I was like, all right, like they're 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 being told a lot of stuff, you know, maybe told they they've gotten they've gotten things wrong before, you know, like not everything's rock solid, but when this is coming from such an outside source, it'd be weird for them to make this up, like they're not just gonna try and report Star Wars news for the heck of it, they're reporting this because like they're being told this, and it may not it may be coming from the writer because the fact that they have a writer. That's so like that came out of left field. Um, the fact that uh, they say that she's almost done writing the script for me suggests that um, maybe it came from her or someone in her camp who, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, had a contact with BuzzFeed and said, Yeah, this is happening. She's writing a trilogy, this is happening. And they just made the lead of the story 
because obviously huge news that they're making an ICO Republic movie. Yeah. So, so I mean, look, I, I, I my my thing is, I think it's gonna happen. You think it's happening? Yeah, nice of the Old you think that we're getting a Knights of the Old Republic? Either we're getting a Knights of the Old Republic trilogy. Yeah. I I can't say I believe that yet. I mean, I don't know why. It may um, not be called Knights of the Old Republic. I don't think that would be a good idea, mm-hmm. but I think that's what it's gonna be based on. I don't know why they would um, shackle themselves to the story of any game. I mean, and I, uh, now, full disclosure, uh, while I am very familiar with uh, the game, I have not played it myself. I have played The Old Republic, which I enjoy that story very much from all the different perspectives that are available in that game. I wouldn't. I still wouldn't want them to shackle themselves to any one story in that game. Even, I don't. I don't want them to. Sh- I. I want them to tell me a new story. That's what I am was hoping for, honestly. You know, I don't need a video game, an adaptation, a live action adaptation of the video game. I want them to do something in the old republic that takes place in it. It could even take place during the events of the games. I wouldn't even mind that, but I want a new story with new characters. Me personally, so I kind of hope that that's what we get. You know, I mean, a, a, a Revan. Um, first of all, people are gonna see Revan's mask and be like, "Oh, he's copying Kylo Ren." That's what people are gonna say. Yeah, he's copying Kylo Ren, <laughs> and that's gonna be make you want to rip your hair out. You know, and it, it's just I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how I've, I'm, I'm happy about it. The more I talk about it, the more I'm just like, why did they shackle themselves to this story? But And you know what's interesting? The article that BuzzFeed wrote, wrote and something that people are pointing out is that that was, they didn't say, it almost, they, they, one, they went, they went out of their way to not reference or not make it clear that Benioff and Weiss are doing this movie. So it only, they make it clear that, um, that they've already some, they already have someone working on the screenplay, right? But they have not made it clear. So it almost seems as if they're trying to make it clear that Benioff and Weiss, or at least that that there's for whatever reason that Benioff and Weiss aren't doing this movie, which would be strange. That's that would be very strange, and I don't believe that. You you, you think that if that if this is happening, it's being done by Benioff and Weiss? Yeah. I mean, I... It, w- it just feels weird that they never said it in the article. They never said, yes, this is the movie that Benny Alfred White... They just said, yeah. a new Star Wars movie is being made. In the same article, a new Star Wars movie is being made in 2022. That one's being made by Benny Alfred White. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why. That's I think strange. I think it's odd, too. Maybe they got their, you know... Yeah, maybe they're just trying to... messed up. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. They, they can't confirm that that's Benny Alfred White. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. Maybe they just can't confirm. So they're just not going to... Speculate. Speculate. Um, but... Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, that's. Uh, I mean, I'd say it's it's a step in the right direction for me for Lucasfilm that they're willing to at least explore the Old Republic in any way, shape, or form. But I would say I would I am hoping that that Benioff and Weiss have more freedom than to just a- adapt the video game into live action. Um, <laughs> I mean, honestly, <laughs> like I don't want them to be like, oh, what is this? Uh, I don't want a Hidalgo to be like, oh, no, the story is actually this, you know, and then that's just what they do. So I am, 
I'm hoping that the the old republic, even if it's during the events of the game, that it's just it's the time period, and the the overarching conflicts in the game can still be the same. But I want new characters, I want new stories, side plots, all of that. Right, I want right, it to be completely new. And um, the game, the game considered canon. No. Right. So they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I agree with that. Um. So uh, the next news that we've got is that uh, Vanity Fair did a big, huge piece, as they did with the Last Jedi as well. A uh, big, huge uh, p- uh, cover, uh, story. cover story, basically, for uh, the Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. So, I mean, you've got a bunch of photos, a bunch of uh, expo, bunch of uh, basically just uh, information uh, details about the movie that we would not have otherwise known. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot to uh, unravel here, honestly. Um, so, uh, the first photo we get here, or one of the first photos we get, are of J.J. Abrams surrounded by the Knights of Ren. And, uh, he's basically, it's basically just him, like, directing them and telling them where to stand and what to do. Um, uh, but this is, like, our first, like, kind of clear glimpse of them. And they're in the desert. They're in the desert sunlight. Right. You know, they're not hidden. Not in the dark. Shadowy forest. Not some shadowy. Don't know. You can't tell who they are. No, you can see them clearly and their weapons. So, they are going to be in this movie in sunlight, uh, doing something. Don't know what. Uh, hopefully, something nefarious and action-packed. Uh, and um, what's interesting is in that picture, mm-hmm. one of the Knights of Ren is like holding a weapon that was also seen in Dryden Voss's like lair, I guess. And ah. Solo, like the big, like you know, staff thing with like the logo, or right, like that was also that was also in Solo, ah. in Dragon Boss's room. So, ah. I don't know yeah, what that means, starts. but uh, you know, it does, those things don't pop up for a coincidence. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, we shall see. Maybe he studied in that tra- that same anti anti Jedi training, right. same anti Jedi uh, fighting style. Uh, so the next photo we get here is of uh, Carrie Russell's character, who is a mass scoundrel named Zori Bliss, and apparently she is in a location called the Thieves' Quarter, in a snow-dusted world of Kijimi or Kijimi. I'm not, I'm not I'm not sure how you pronounce that, but we're getting another snow world apparently. So it's going to be another. Uh, I wouldn't say another Hoth. I don't know if it's going to be quite that bad. But but it's a snow world, a world with snow in it. It may be the same world as the one that um, we saw at the end of the, the trailer with the Death Star in it. I mean, it looked like cloudy with like right. water all over the place, but that looks like an, an environment that could have a lot of snow as well. Well, you mean a Starkiller Beast? No, I mean at the end of the Rise of Skywalker trailer. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um... When I hear mass scoundrel, I just think of Emphasis Ness. So, I just hope this isn't an Emphasis Ness. I was going to say, you're getting uh, bad uh, flashbacks. You're getting, yeah, bad flashbacks of, like, just someone who's going to be in the movie for no reason, just because they can get an extra character in there. When, like, we, I mean, look, Benicio Del Toro was a great actor. He he had no, there was no business of him being, really even being in that movie. He didn't play, he didn't play any major role behind, besides 
being some guy that's gonna turn on him at the last second. <laughs> he could have easily told the same story without him being in the movie. Um, he didn't have to cast such a huge actor to play the part. Um, mm. Like, I, like I just hope this isn't this isn't another deal where it's like, yeah, we're gonna add an extra character. It was like I'd much rather you just focus on. This is the last one. Like, focus on Ray, Kylo Ren, you know, Finn, Poe. You know, maybe Hawks, like the people that have been there. But like, I don't want to. I don't want now. Last minute, we're just gonna introduce all these new characters that are gonna, you know, take up time, and then we don't have time to focus. Or I mean, like we saw in the Last Jedi, sometimes they'll brush, they'll brush away the main the main character's plot, mm. or they'll 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 just sprinkle it in and say, yeah, this is all the backstory you want on these characters. Here it is. You know, mm. nothing nothing to tell. But so I don't know. I just hope that unless there is a connection between. Carrie Russell's character and some of these characters. You know, like, she has history with Poe Dameron. If she's Ray's mom, like, whatever it is, then I'll be fine with it. But if it's just like, oh, yeah, like, I'm just a scoundrel that's gonna cause trouble, then that would, I don't know, I feel like that'd be lame. Mm. All right. I mean, I, I'm i open. You know, I, I didn't mind DJ's character in The Last Jedi. I, I'm open to... Whoever this this uh, this uh, Zori Bliss character this, this Zori Bliss character is this scoundrel. Uh, we'll see who she. I'm sure she's gonna mess up Ray's crew <laughs> in some way, shape, or form yeah. during the movie. Um, so that'll be something to see. Uh, so we've got the next photo we've got here is of uh, Richard E. Grant's character along with General Hux. So apparently his name is Allegiant General Pride, and he's on the bridge of Kylo Ren's um, uh, destroyer with General Hux. What's the name of the? Uh, it's not. I don't think it's Pride, but what's what's the name of the the what you call it? The person from the Rebels that was uh, Empire that was dealing with Thrawn. So repeat. Um. Uh. Uh. Yeah, I don't know why I'm forgetting her name. I, cause I just I don't know for some reason I heard the name and I was like I don't think it's Pride. Imagine if it was, someone would have said so by now. Someone would have acknowledged. Oh yeah, the connection. Um, right. Yeah, but, it definitely was not Pride. Um. But regardless. Oh, it was Governor Price. Price. All right. That's yeah, why Price, you know, I go. just think, you know, evil character, PR, <laughs> you know, I or PRY, like, uh, but, um, yeah, no, I mean, this is a, I mean, it's a imagine cool if, picture. Imagine if it was, he, he was related to Governor Price. Yo, they, if they named, <laughs> you know, Allegiant General Price, I'd be like, yo, <laughs> yo, but, um. I don't think, I think that timeline would be kind of weird. Yeah, because was he, he like her husband? Yeah, he's or a little old, you know. I don't know <laughs> but uh, I don't know, you know, if this guy is gonna be the the, the head turning character that he claimed he was when he got casted. You know, he got when the name was yeah. said, everyone lost their mind. Everyone lost their every, mind. The room, the air of the room, out of, it came out of the room, and everyone was whatever, he, whatever, whatever description he I, gave. I, I, were they doing that just to try to make him feel good about the character? Yeah, Legion <laughs> General Pride. If I told, if I brought him into a room and said, "Yeah, you're gonna be playing Allegiant General Pride," I'd be like, "Oh, cool. I guess I'm First Order. You know, I guess I'm evil. We'll see." I, I don't yeah, think if not. I heard someone tell him, I wouldn't be like, "Gasp." That's what? that's that's not a name that's gonna turn any heads. 
Unless there is another elephant to drop with this character. Yeah. That we don't know about. I, I don't know. But, yeah. Maybe it was less about the name. He claimed it was the name, from what I remember. He was like, the name made people go crazy. Yeah, that's what he you was know. saying. That's the whole point <laughs> of what he said. <laughs> you know, maybe it's the role. Maybe it's like, all right, he's going to be doing something that's crazy. But, right. uh, far as I know the name. I think this might be a cover. That's my guess. Really? So you think this is, well, you think the article is being honest, but you think that the name itself in the movie yeah, is going to be a cover. Yeah, I like, General Pride is, like, you know, maybe, like, I mean, generally they go by last name, but maybe, like, that's his first name or something, or, like, maybe that's not his real name, or maybe maybe there's another layer to his character, another mm. history to his character that we don't know yet that mm. could play a role in this. That would be, like, maybe not, you know, I don't think it's going to be, like, my name is actually Allegiant General Pride Palpatine. <laughs> but <laughs> but it, it might be a lesser character. It might be Pride Tarkin, you know, it might be yeah. something that's going to be, I don't know. Yeah, that, that may be it. Um, it is definitely either that or Richard E. Grant is a is an embellisher. He's just embellishing because <laughs> there's no way that that garnish that kind of reaction. Yeah, that name isn't going to garnish any kind of reaction. So it's very, uh, I mean, unless he's some kind of extra in some random comic somewhere in someone's basement. There was a general pride somewhere. Uh, yeah, I know, right? And and <laughs> and like the super the super sweat super super sweaties, you know, are going to lose their minds. But but I don't know. Um, I mean, either way, I think he looks cool in the role itself. He yes. definitely looks like a general. Um, uh, so I'm very much looking forward to seeing him uh, in the movie itself. I think he's going to add a lot uh, to the movie um, as a whole, honestly. Um, uh, so we get a couple more shots in the desert with C-3PO and and uh, Ray and the crew, BB-8. So we get a couple of cool shots, honestly, of uh, of uh, Finn with the, a new character um, played by Naomi Aki named Janna, and uh, sh- they're both riding these like almost like horse-like creatures called uh, Orbacks, and apparently they're leading a charge against the mechanized forces of the First Order. Um, and she has a, a bow and arrow, which is really cool. I like that a lot, honestly. That she has, she's using a bow and arrow. I think that's, I think that is. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I always liked archers, just in everything. Right. So I'm absolutely in favor of that. But I think that's a really cool kind of added touch to Star Wars, because um, you're gonna have those those worlds that are either you know more primitive or have certain you know, traditions or whatever, that maybe they don't use, you know, blaster rifles. Like everybody in the world just uses blaster rifles everywhere. It's like, no, like, look, a bow and arrow is just as deadly and useful. So I think that's really cool. And then you have a shot of Kylo Ren and Rey fighting on what looks like a snow-covered planet. Again. Um, uh, so, uh, Yeah. So they're going to clash again, which I'm sure everyone could have predicted. But I do like the imagery, though. And, of course, you see Ray using that blue lightsaber. Kylo Ren using his cross-card lightsaber. So uh, uh, that is a very awesome picture. We got another picture of uh, Billy D, Billy D's Lando, with Poe Dameron, Chewbacca, and BB-8 in the Millennium Falcon. And uh, 
I don't know. I'm very much looking forward to Billy D's interactions with everybody. Oh yeah. Like seeing his interaction with Poe, um, and with Chewie, with everybody. Uh, so I and Billy D looks fantastic, honestly. Even though they're kind of trying to make him look like the old the the look like uh, what's his name Glover, in terms of his wardrobe, but I he still looks fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely going for the Glover look. Yeah. And they mean they show some more aliens in the desert. Um, and let's see. Oh, and this is the, the kind of the big kicker here is we have a picture of Luke Skywalker himself in the flesh, it seems, with um, R2-D2. Yeah. Or uh, some people say that, that that was Photoshop from, like, The Last Jedi or something. I don't know if that's true. Why would, they pho- why would Vanity Fair Photoshop well, maybe not Luke from Skywalker? Now, maybe what's called gave it to them. I don't know. But she would... They, okay, so they should have a behind-the-scenes video in the article as well. Where they show this lady taking pictures. Right. Now all of a sudden they're, they're, they're just giving them photoshopped images to throw in the articles to throw people <laughs> off. <laughs> look, Disney, look, they do a lot of they do a lot of shady stuff. I don't think they're that shady. I, th- I, I think this is an actual picture of Mark Hamill, you know, in the movie. I don't know why they're revealing it like this, honestly. It very much shocked me when I saw this picture. Yeah. I saw this picture days ago, but it very much shocked me when I saw it. I was like, oh, wow, okay. So Luke Skywalker's just there, standing there in the flesh. He's not blue. <laughs> you know, he's in the flesh with R2-D2. Um, so that is, uh, that's really, really surprising. So I don't, I don't know. I don't even know what to make of it. Uh, Kevin, do you have any, any ideas, any theories? Or do, um, you, or do you really think this is, like, Photoshop? Yeah, I don't know. Photoshop, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm trying to see where I found where, where people were even saying that. Because now I can't find it. I don't know. I, I could have sworn I just saw something saying it was Photoshop. But regardless, um, I don't know what to make of it. I don't know what. I don't know where this could be. What this could be from. Um, they think it could be like a flashback or something. That seems to be the only the only logical thing. And that's where I think people are going with the flashback thing. If, if it was a flash, if it was a uh, a flashback, where if you're saying if it was Photoshop. All right. Yeah. Then yeah, maybe it was a flashback. I mean, it could be a flashback. I mean, I think it's possible. Um, uh, part of me hopes it's some kind of new force power, but I mean, I think it's. Uh, I definitely think it's possible that it could be a flashback. I mean, they're showing flashbacks in Star Wars movies now, in this new trilogy. So, well, uh, so yeah, there's speculation on Reddit that. Uh, the Vanity Fair cover of The Last Jedi uses a very, very eerily similar picture of Luke. Oh, really? His hand is, like, in the exact same position. All right, let me see. I got you. I got to check this out. <laughs> I have to investigate. See if this is... See if this is really, uh... Hmm. Hmm. I you know I don't know yeah, Mark, I don't know <laughs> that is fascinating I don't know I do, I have no idea what to make of this either um, I'm hoping that this is some new force power and that Luke really is back we 
I'm I'm taking this as confirmation he's in the movie. We're gonna see Mark Hamill in the movie. Whether he's blue or, or real or whatever, he's in the movie. Because they wouldn't they wouldn't even include him if he were not gonna be in the movie. They wouldn't just lie to people. So he's in the movie. Um, and I'm thinking that um, I'm thinking we're gonna see him at some point. Honestly, even if even if there's some fishy something fishy going on with this photo, I think they're trying to let us know that we're gonna see Mark Hamill. <laughs> That we are going to see Mark Hamill in this movie, um, so I am extremely, extremely excited about that. Um, I, was, I saw. Oh yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but there's one theory out there about this picture. Why he's wearing? Why he's like? Because the only thing that's the exact same is the glove. The 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 cloak, you know, that he's wearing. Whatever he's wearing is different. Yep. Um, obviously, his face. You know, he's not wearing a hood. Like it's not the exact same picture, but the hand is eerily the exact same position. So that some people were speculating that the hand is photoshopped, but the picture isn't, and that that reason why the hand is photoshopped. This is going into theory, not rumor, but theory lane into story about the movie is that when Force Ghosts, um, that Lucas is Force Ghost essentially in the movie, but that they can't spoil that in the in this preview. So, if they showed a picture of Luke with his regular hand, because Force Ghosts heal from injuries, mm. Force Ghosts are going to be their their full self. So he's not going to have a missing hand. He's not going to need a glove. Right. So, if, but if they show a picture of Luke without a glove, people are going to be like, or with a real hand and not a robotic hand, mm. people are going to be like, oh well, <laughs> I guess he's going to be a Force Ghost because how do you get his hand back? So the, the idea is that they may have photoshopped in his hand from Last Jedi. As in a way to cover up that he's not going to be a force ghost, mm. which in which then led now you know with people like us and you know people online clearly figuring out that he's going to be a force ghost because he used the same pictures. I don't know. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, with I'm, their cover up, it may have worked for some people, but I don't know. Now who comes up as a force ghost? I'm gonna be like, oh well, you know, Vanity Fair gave it away. <laughs> well, hey, um, yeah. I, I think I'm, I think that's probably my leading theory now. As for what's going on, I think that makes sense. Um, it makes more sense than they just photoshopped him into Vanity Fair for some strange reason, right? <laughs> you know, so, um, so yeah, I'm thinking that I'm thinking that that's what's going on here. Um, all right, so we got uh, some more news. So, uh, Kendall, I'll let you uh, uh, take over this piece of news. So, this news is regarding Matt Smith. Since you told you, Matt you, Smith, you yeah. told me about this. Yeah, we've we've talked about Matt Smith for a while. Yeah, on this podcast when he was casted, you know, we talked about it. Uh, we talked about Richard E. Grant talking about how he's. Uh, what did he say? Did he say he was gonna be in the movie with? He was excited to be in the movie with Matt Smith or something like that. I don't even. Remember. Or he said he, he said Richard E. Grant was talking about Matt Smith. Um, <laughs> but regardless. Um, so, well, what's interesting about Matt Smith recently and why he's in the news is there's been a lot of speculation on whether or not he's even in the movie. Um, there, as far as we know, he's supposed to be in the movie. He was casted, uh, but it seems as if Lucasfilm is actually taking Matt Smith out of the cast list for uh, Episode Nine. Uh, international Disney sites uh, like Disney.com. You know, for the UK, they have a list of cast members, and Matt Smith is no longer uh, a part of it. He was at one point, now he's not. So, um, but, I mean, the question is, why Why is this happening? 
why is it that Matt Smith, who was one at one point supposed to be in the movie, at one point uh, reportedly in the movie, and from what we figured was going to be playing a, a major character, and Richard E. Grant, what happened was in February, uh, he said he's going to be he was going to be in the movie with Matt Smith, and that he's excited to be in because they were both Doctor Who guys, right. I guess. He yeah. decided to be in the movie with Matt Smith, but they couldn't say more about it or something like that. Yeah, I, I don't really know. He literally said, I would be fired if I told you anything about that. About Matt Smith? It was the quote. Well, no, about, no, not about Matt Smith. Right. About his role in Star Wars. About, like, Matt, about Richard E. Grant's role or Matt Smith's role? Oh, no, no. Actually, it was, this was in response to whether he and, and Matt Smith would share screen time. Right, 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 right. He said, I would be fired if I told you anything about that. Right, I remember. And we talked about it at the time. Yeah, we like, did talk about that at the time. We were like, oh, man, so. <laughs> geez, we were like, whoa, what's going on? So yeah. there's no way, there's no way it went from that to like, yeah, you know what, no, he's not in the movie. Unless, like, he played such a major yeah, role unless... that they were like, we don't even want him in the movie anymore. Like, yeah, it could yeah, be like or... a Catherine Langford thing. Like, we saw Catherine Langford. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, unless it's something so Easter eggy. Right. <laughs> that you they know. were just like, eh. Yeah, we don't, we don't really want this anymore. Yeah. Because, like, Catherine Langford supposed to play Morgan Stark in Endgame. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, oh well. But regardless, supposed to play Catherine Langford. Supposed to play Morgan Stark. You know, she shot, you know, reported she was in it. She shot scenes. They're not out there, but like it's been confirmed that she was that she did shoot scenes, but it's not she's not in the movie, and you know it's not like it was fake news that Catherine Langford was supposed to be in Endgame. It's just right. they decided not to put it in. So that could be this deal where like he could be playing uh, Snoke for all we know, <laughs> and they just decided you know young, like, young nah. Snoke, yeah, young Snoke. Then they're like uh, young Snoke doesn't really work in this movie anymore. Yeah, or like uh, young Papa Dean doesn't work in this movie. Yeah, exactly. I mean that's the leading theory. Yeah, my guess. Is that he's playing Palpatine, or something related, something majorly related to Palpatine, and they just don't want to spoil it anymore, or they don't want to, they don't want to tip off because they can't say who he's playing. And if they can't say who he's playing, then him being even being in the movie is kind of a spoiler. Um, I don't know why they would, um, uh, why they would. Have him included in the in this cast list in the first place. In the first place, right? Uh, if they're really if they're really trying to keep his involvement so under wraps, you know, um, and you would think they would be like, don't they would tell the whole the whole cast, don't say nothing about no Matt Smith. Some similar to how they didn't say anything about Palpatine. They must have known something about that. All right, e, yeah, you, uh, Ian McDermott, like, I guess it's gonna be the movie. I mean, I guess it hasn't been confirmed, but I would imagine it's gonna be in the movie, and. They kept that under wraps all the way. They kept that. They kept that completely under wraps. Now, Ian McDermott is like a Star Wars vet. He's a Star Wars lifer. You know, it's not not. It's not impossible that they could have been in communication with him more low key than someone from the outside, like Matt Smith. He's got agents. You know, he's got reps. He's got other studios that probably worried about what movies he's doing. Like, so it was a little easier for that to get leaked out than mm. you know Ian McDermott who been multiple Star Wars properties. Did we know he was going to be in Rebels? Who? Ian McDermott? Um, no, actually, I don't believe so. Yeah, we didn't. Uh, that wasn't confirmed until after, right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, my guess is he's playing Palpatine. Some younger version of Palpatine, a clone of Palpatine, something along those lines. And that was yeah. even, 
also there was a tweet someone tweeted at Jason Ward who we talked about earlier in the show you know with the fake solo rumor uh, solo Ray rumor uh, someone tweeted well, I don't see tweeted Adam or just tweeted in general that they, they their, their speculation was that basically what I'm saying that you know this was something related to Solo, not Solo, something related to Palpatine, and they felt it was too big of a spoiler, so they took him off. And he basically tweeted the, he tweeted the BB-8 thumbs up emoji. as you know, as to say, like... Wait, who said it? Who did it? Uh, Jason Ward from Making Star Wars. Oh. Uh-huh. Tweeted out the, the BB-8 thumbs up emoji as almost like, you know, like, like, you know, basically mm. saying, yes, that's what I've heard, you know, mm. or insinuating that he's probably heard something similar. Right. So, that's my theory. Um, What's interesting is, I don't think Matt Smith looks like Ian McDermott, like, at all. No, not at all. He looks more like someone that could play Thrawn. Yeah. So, it's... Eddie Bland Thrawn? It's a strange, strangely miscast. I don't think he's playing. I don't think Thrawn's <laughs> gonna show up in this movie. I love him to play Thrawn. I don't think Thrawn's gonna show up in this movie at all. I give that a, two, a 1% chance. But, um... Because, uh, I mean, they're going to have the Emperor and Thrawn. Like, nah, I don't think they're going to do that. But, uh, <laughs> uh, especially not JJ. But, um, but yeah, I, he doesn't look like Palpatine. I It's probably the leading theory for me, too, just because, like, I can't think of anything else. Yeah, we know Palpatine's going to play a role in this movie. Yeah, we know Palpatine's playing a role for a fact in this movie. It's a very secretive role, as far as we know. Yeah, secretive. We don't know in what way. He's already dead. You know, there's so many different reasons that it makes sense that we would see a younger version of Palpatine and not just him as the old emperor the whole time. So, I mean, I think it makes sense. I mean, they're removing him from the cast list, which is suspicious. I think it's it's silly for them to do that now. Um, so, I mean, it could be a situation where he was playing an Easter egg character, which could still be a young Palpatine, but they just were just like, eh. Or, or maybe JJ's right now just leaning towards not really using his character, which you know I think I think is reasonable and I think happens a lot in these in movies just in general. So, um, yeah, I mean I definitely think that's possible as well. Um, all right, so uh, we have a, a couple stories. I'm going to match this into one. So uh, these are both coming from we got this covered. They're saying that we're getting an Obi Wan Kenobi series. And a Boba Fett series coming to Disney Plus, according to their sources. Um, I think an Obi Wan series. It's funny because I have very different feelings about both of these scoops. I'd give the Obi Wan series a very high percentage of being true. Right. I'd give that like a seventy-five percent chance of being, of being true. <laughs> and they say um, Ewan's in it, right? Yeah. 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 I give that a seventy-five percent chance of being true. I think that would be great. I think that would be fantastic. I think that makes the most sense. If they're really trying to steer clear of of Obi Wan in the movies for whatever reason, I think this just, <laughs> you know, I think this just makes sense, you know. Right. Um. Uh. As far as a Boba Fett movie, I give that like a five percent chance of being five percent. Wow. They're coming out with the Mandalorian. Five percent. What if it's a spinoff? <coughs> well, I I mean I don't know. What if that's the point? Uh, I don't know. It's like uh, saying you know. DC Universe, yeah, they're doing Teen Titans. Why do they do Doom Patrol? Just put them in Teen Titans. Why? But Boba, Boba Fett is a man. But they, I, yeah, feel exactly. like these, I feel like these are the same show. That's like making oh uh, Teen Titans. Why are they making a uh, Teen Titans Go? Or uh, I'm like, this is the same show. <laughs> right. right. The, the Boba Fett show is Titans. the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like a Boba Fett show is the Mandalorian. 
So I don't think they're going to have the Mandalorian with Jon Favreau, Filoni, all these big guys involved in making this project. And then they're just going to do a Boba Fett show right. also. Yeah. I just don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I, I mean, I tend to, if they do, I don't think it's a good idea. Like, I don't know if I would care about Boba Fett, knowing <laughs> that we already have the Mandalorian. I might like, prefer the Mandalorian, Yeah, you could have just honestly. made Boba Fett the Mandalorian if you wanted to. If you really want to do Boba Fett. Yeah, um, this is it's, it's just it's very DCEU. Right. Um, it's very, very Fox, 20th Century <laughs> Fox, Fox. Fox Marvel. Fox Marvel, you know, just doing stuff for no reason doesn't really make sense. Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely, look, we had heard kind of some, some scuttlebutt, some rumors that Obi-Wan was happening on the streaming service recently. We've been hearing that the last couple of months. But uh, Boba Fett, I I mean, I love the Boba Fett stuff with that. You know, it's... And what's interesting is that they reported, I believe they reported the Boba Fett stuff, like, first, and they reported that a little more explosively. You know, a little more like, you know, we got a, 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 an industry insider telling us that Disney is, you know, exclusive. <laughs> like, like they were they were really propping that up. The Obi-Wan thing they kind of just threw in there. But, um, I don't know. I feel like Boba Fett, I mean, look, I'd be excited for both. It's, I mean, right. it's major Star Wars content. You know, I... Like, would I rather have Boba Fett than Kathy and Endor? I mean, I do like that Kathy and Endor is, like, Rogue One related. But outside of that, I'm fine with Boba Fett over Kathy and Endor. And... Yeah, I mean, I, I mean I, I'd i be fine with that, too, honestly. And whatchamacallit, Obi-Wan is obviously a must. You know, if we're not going to get an Obi-Wan movie... I mean, think about it. An Obi-Wan movie, assuming it's not a trilogy, it even is a trilogy... But assuming it's not, it's what? Two hours, two and a half max? Yep. If it's a trilogy, that's six hours spanning like six years uh, <laughs> before you see all three of them. Right. If you get an Obi-Wan miniseries, that's six hours. If it's six episodes, that's six hours. If it's a full 10 episodes, a full 12 episodes, that's 10 to 12 hours of Obi-Wan content with Ewan McGregor. So in that regard, I'm excited about this almost more than a movie. Um, the movie would have been higher stakes, but would this are the stakes even relevant for somebody that's supposed to be trying to keep it low profile? Right. You know, do I want you know Obi Wan doing some crazy adventure, or I'm like, I mean, you know, maybe it should be more of a low key conspiracy type of thing. Yeah, yeah, I feel you there. Um, I don't know. Um, I, uh, I mean, a movie is a higher, much higher budget. Um, I think for just for one project, so it's gonna look better. But I mean, these show. I mean, with these shows nowadays, you could have almost just as high budget. Right. So and they they yeah they seem to be financially committed. I don't know. Look, I, I, it's hard for me to say. I don't know where they're getting the money from because I know where they're getting the money from. It's coming from Endgame. It's coming from Lion <laughs> King. Like they've got plenty of money. But like at the same time, it's like where are they getting the money to say like we're gonna do a hundred million dollar budget on all these Disney Plus shows we're gonna do. Like, yeah, you know, Winter Soldier and Falcon's going to have a movie budget. You know, WandaVision, you know, Wanda, Star Witch and Vision's going to have a, 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 a movie budget. Mm-hmm. And then Mandalorian's going to have a Game of Thrones budget. And, you know, Cassie Nendor's going to have a Game of Thrones budget. Maybe they're not all going to have $100 million budgets, but that's still a lot of money. You know, if you're going to maintain a certain level of of like standard if yeah. you're gonna maintain a certain standard on the on this on the platform i mean they're getting top tier talent for this stuff too exactly i mean if you and mcgregor is doing this he's not doing this for free 
Ewan McGregor, you know, at this point, he's a hot name. He just did Christopher Robin, just did uh, Beauty and the Beast. He's a, he's a hot name in Hollywood. He's not going to just do this for free because, yeah, out of the goodness of my heart, I want to play Obi-Wan again. So right. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we shall see. I, I, I mean, I definitely hope this rumor is true. Um, uh, mainly just for the Obi-Wan Kenobi's sake. I, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I need that series to happen. Shamari's like, look, if we have to get Boba Fett to get Obi-Wan, <laughs> honestly, fine. <laughs> if we have to appease, you know, Hidalgo. Nah, I'm just kidding. It doesn't have to be Hidalgo. <laughs> it's that. Shemari's singling out Pablo Hidalgo as the, the Boba Fett stand. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea if he's a Boba Fett stand. He may, he may not be. I don't know. Um, but, all right. So, uh, on that note, I wanted to quickly review um, Obi-Wan. Uh, uh, um, Anakin Obi-Wan. No, not Anakin Obi Wan. Oh. Um, Master Star Wars Master and Apprentice uh, by Claudia Gray. I had mixed feelings going in. Well, I didn't have mixed feelings. I was very excited for this. I had mixed feelings when I started this book because I, I started to realize I was like, hmm, they're not going to be fighting Sith in this book. No. So I was like, I, I don't know where they're going to go with this. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know how this is going to be good, you know. But it was very, very good. I was pleasantly surprised. At how things developed. I mean, the main things in the book are Qui Gon's relationship with Obi Wan, which is something that I would just love seeing develop. Right. You know, you think it's just something that's raw, you know, roses and whatnot. No, they had very, very basic, di- basic disagreements because Qui Gon was very much. I wouldn't. He. I wouldn't say he's a loose cannon, but he didn't listen to Jedi Council sometimes, or he just straight up disagreed with them. He's like, I don't agree with you. You know, and then he'll just go off and do something else. And, you know, Obi-Wan's like, what are you doing? Because Obi-Wan's very much by the book, follow the rules. He's always been like that, even as a Padawan. So, like, it was interesting seeing that relationship develop and they them develop that, that trust and that camaraderie over time. So that was a really, she did a really good job of portraying that relationship. It was also a cool introduction to Rail Avaros, who was Dooku's previous apprentice before Obi-Wan, which Dooku apparently had two apprentices. Before he left the Jedi Order, which this guy was even more uh, of a loose cannon than Qui Gon, where he was just he would go out drinking, he would, you know spending nights with women, he was doing all kinds of crazy stuff, but he was just like, listen, um, the the Jedi code sometimes just doesn't make sense. It just seems anti-human, you know, to not love, you know, and to do all this other stuff. So. He um, so he was a, a central character. We got to learn more about his relationship with Qui Gon, where he was almost like an, a, an older sibling almost right. to Qui Gon, because they were sibling students. Right. Yeah. And um, uh, you know, and just everyone's relationship to Dooku, because they had flashbacks for Qui Gon and Dooku, and real Avaros and Dooku, and it was uh, it was like Dooku was like an extra character in the book without even being in the book, you know. So it was really, really cool um, seeing that. Uh, so those relationships were were expertly done. The overall conflict in the book is surrounding this planet called Pyjol that you know has slaves, and that's a big problem <laughs> for uh, the the slaves on the planet, and for uh, Obi Wan and Qui Gon and and the people that they end up meeting in in the book as well. And um, they're trying to get this uh and not to give people horrific flashbacks to the phantom menace but they're trying to get this treaty passed <laughs> on the planet and it's a big thing for this for the trade routes 
they need this trade route for the republic um but to get the treaty passed um uh, they needed uh well for rail avaros is basically like mia he was like a part of the jedi order but he was sent to this planet and kind of just just he just lost contact right. with the jedi order so he he was almost like a rogue jedi at that point so he was on the planet and they sent Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan to go there and make sure this treaty gets passed. Um, but there were, there were, like, local politics issues. And then there was, like, a terrorist group on the planet. So Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon had to fight them. So it was a it was a cool it was a cool novel. It had a lot of twists and turns throughout. Big twists at the end throughout that I'm not going to spoil. Um, but it was, it was very well written. The characterization of Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan... Dooku even, even though he wasn't necessarily in the book that much. Uh, Rail Avaros and the other characters who um, I'm not going to name, but you know there are other extra characters in the book as well who were introduced and characterized well. I bought all of it. I thought it was really good. I thought it added a lot to Obi-Wan, added a lot to Qui-Gon, and I just thought it was expertly well done. So I, I think this is another huge success for Call of Duty. Great. I like this one more than... This is probably in the middle of the pack when it comes to my favorite canon books. But it's up there. This is a very, very good book. Um, do, do do we know what's uh, coming up next? Uh, so the Dooku book already came out, which I'm going to listen to. Right. That's shorter because that's like it's almost like a play because they have so many voice actors working on it. I'm going to listen. It's, it's an audio. It's literally only an audio book right now. They're coming out the actual book later on this year. Um, but I'm going to listen to that. Uh, the next one, I believe, is Alphabet Squadron. Yes. By uh, Alex- they're, they're doing, Alexander Freed. They're doing a uh, like a little like campaign where they're like revealing each character the with Alphabet Squadron online. Oh, really? Yeah, they've been like releasing uh, them like one by one on the internet. Um, so that's been happening this week. Um, yeah, and then naturally that book comes out uh, June fourth. So what? What is that? A week? Or less than a week, maybe. Yeah, it's Tuesday. Yeah, so that is coming out. That is fast approaching. Yeah, that is very fast approaching. So I'm gonna try to breeze through this uh, Dooku joint because I'm extremely excited for that. That book sounds like it's gonna be fantastic. So I, I'm gonna try to breeze through this Dooku book and review that. Maybe even next time on the on the show. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, and hopefully the book's really good as well. Yeah, I know Asajj Ventures is in it. Right, they yeah they've been revealing like your character one by one. Okay. Who each pilot is. Ah. They, like, what they look like. And yeah. mm. um, just you know like a little blurb about them, like variant covers basically. Look, I think Alexander Freed earns this. They each say yeah. victory has a price. Ah. Look, I think I think I think Alexander Freed has earned this. Okay, I think he's done a spectacular job with the books that he's written. I love Twilight Company. I love the way you did with the Rogue One novelization. Um, and I can't wait to see what he does with the trilogy. I mean, it's, this is different from Wendig in that he wasn't just given a trilogy. No offense to Wendig. I thought the second and third, third books in the Aftermath trilogy were very good. Not even just decent. I thought they were very good. Um, but the first one I didn't like as much. You know, and a lot of people were more down on that book. So... You know, this one I I have the utmost faith that it's going to be entertaining, and I am again extremely extremely excited to read that first one. Um, but all right, uh, so that will do it for this um, 
uh, episode of this of the show. Uh, like I said, I'm gonna try to review this, try to get to finish this Dooku novel as soon as possible, <laughs> so I can jump into the next one. I'm also gonna try to jump into the comics because they have Galaxy's Edge comics that are coming out now, and I want to jump into these Age of Rebellion comics as well. <laughs> And catch up in Afra and Star Wars and all of them. There's so there's so much content now, just between this show and the Hero Talk. Even there's <laughs> like so so much content. Not enough time, um, but uh, I will I will uh, definitely be trying to get to all of that so I can talk about that on this show. Um, we also have E3 coming in a few weeks, so hopefully we'll have something from uh, Jedi Fallen Order by then as well. Um, and any other surprise games that may come out of me. Who knows? Um, Alright, so that'll do it for this show. I'm Tremari, joined by Kendall, and we will see you guys next time. Peace.